Welcome to Susio Football Weekly. Susio Football Weekly, sponsored by Savory Sound. So savory and so smooth like a reposado tequila. It is a little cold, so you get a little something warm to, you know, something falls off. Well, you know, that's what happens when you, you know, not when you're in the garage. But, um, (laughs) get relegated to the garage, yes. Um, welcome. Our last regular, last week of the regular season is behind us. We are moving forward. Another great season of Susio football. As we look back on the season, we're just going to change it up here. We're going to go into some highs and lows of the season before we get into the the slate, the slate of eight. Um, Novel idea, EJ. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm I'm glad I thought of it. Yeah, you're you're on fire with the ideas, EJ. I'm on fire. I can't hear you. Gems, you know, that's <laughs> all he produces. Dimes, Gems. dimes for the kitties. Dimes for the kitties. Yes. Yes. Um, well, before we get into that, as I was so rudely interrupted by our former host. Well, highs and lows, uh, right? Uh, yeah, I got a high and a low. Uh, yeah, so do I too. But um, let's <laughs> let's let's first welcome our number one seed. Oh, Jesus, winner of twelve in a row, going to the playoffs. Yes, the manager. Of the tailor-made mishaps, have Alvand. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, wow. in a motherfucking row. What's going on? Ready for some sucioness, man. Ready for these playoffs. And last but not least, the one and only, the former host of Sucio Football Weekly. Just kidding. You, you make it sound like I lost a bet or something. <laughs> well, you know what? But you didn't. You did come close to getting the number one pick in the draft. So God bless you. So, hey, number one man- pick coming your way. The manager of the Honeydew Melons, Tony G. Tony oh, Nightman. The Nightman. I'm shooting me. The oh, are you going to give me Nightman? Nice. I'm taking Nightman. I'm running with it. Yeah. You know, good to be here, each. Good to be here, buddy. Well, great to have you guys as we have. We just rounded up our regular season when we get closer to playoff football, but let's, you know, it's been a long season for all of us. Susios, you know what? So right now give a little brief summary of how you think the the season went, maybe a couple highs, a couple lows. I don't want to limit it to one because we never limit it to just one. So um, we'll start off with Tony, the night man, night Hawk, night court, whatever you want to call him. Tony, give us some highs and lows of the season. And what, what do you think? about the 2021 Susio football league regular season. Oh, for me, I mean, it was, it's pretty action packed DJ, uh, good stuff for everybody, but me, to be quite honest, uh, lows were too many to count. Uh, you know, my team finishing three and 10 or four and 10, or I kind of stopped counting after a while. Um, and also the, the, at the point where you stole the high, low idea for, from me and pass off, that was pretty low. Pass it off as your own. That, that was your, that was, a low point for me. Um, also, another good low point was uh, when, when I the time I, the moment I, moment I realized I could have had Kittle and James Conner because, and I didn't take them both. Uh, that was a low point as well. Uh, big exclamation point on that one Sunday. High point. High point. Season's coming to an end. Happy. Uh, uh, and to anybody who didn't make it, just let you know. I feel you, brother. And we're all going fishing. 
You know what? Nice. Number two pick going into the draft. God bless you. Hey, he, he already did. He gave me the number two pick. It's going to be a big year next year. Big year. Yeah. Pressure's um, off. I got to say, man, my, my biggest high this year is, is going 12 in a row for the first time. That's, that's my biggest high. Uh, going 12 in a row. My, my low would be losing that one game at the very, very beginning, game one. I lost game one. That was my low. That that's your only low. No other low. No, that's it. That's it. Everything else has been smooth sailing this year. Thank the good Lord, baby Jesus. Yeah, I feel like every time you win, it's a new low for me. So (laughs) it's. I feel like I feel like that guy from Office Space where he says to his uh, his psychiatrist, "Every day you see me, that's the worst day of my life." Hey, Tone, it's okay, dude. <laughs> One of your teams came in dead last. Your other team's coming in at second. You still got a chance to win. How about you, EJ? You know what? I was just letting you guys relish in your – or Tony relish in his fucking pity. Fucking wallow. <laughs> just, you know, it was it was, it was was great. So You I was lapped just, it up, huh? No, absolutely, absolutely. That might have been was, a high for you right there. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> It, w- it was your jealousy about this idea about this highs and lows, which has really got me on a low right now. The fact that you're taking credit for that, that's really got me bothered right now. That, that's what really grinds my gears right oh, now. Oh, is that grinding you down? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but I would say my high is actually making the playoffs. I hit a lot of snags this year. Need some things to go your way. So I was pretty excited about that. Um, you definitely I, don't deserve to be here. Well, thank you for that. And you know what happens when you're number one seed, you're not going to win. So just let you know that. So, okay. <laughs> okay. so um, fuck you. That happens, EJ. <laughs> well, it's going to happen. So just say fuck you in a couple of weeks. Okay. <laughs> um, so my, my low is, you know, um, let's see, not winning the division would have been nice if some of the other things, but you know what? But, and lastly, my ultimate high is winning pickup again. You know, which is what really gets the math magician off, as you know, just numbers and just dominating pick them. So, um, so super excited about that. So, and another, and another low is um, actually hosting the show. I don't like hosting, but whatever. I lost, I want to bet. So I'm going to continue to do it. You want to bet. Shitty love hosting. You're just mad because I love it. You love it. You're just really mad because I couldn't make you the co-host today. That's it. That's the only, I, uh, via Zoom. Well, he probably well, tells people at work, like, hey, I, I, I got to go. I'm, I'm hosting a show today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, because um, I don't work this late. And um, two, it's, um, yeah, I tell my kids when I put them down, I tell my eight month old, hey, you got to go to bed. I'm hosting a show. Hey, he's hosting a show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that will lead us to say that segment didn't go very well. So let's move on. So let's get into well, that. Se- that segment is staying in there, man. You need to stand by, stand by your brilliant segment ideas. Uh, no, that, as I said, it was your idea. So, <laughs> Thanks. Now it was. That was your idea. So, um, well, week 14 in the books. Uh, let's start off with, oof. we'll go from, I think, from worst to the end. We'll go from that. Let's go with. Hmm. Going through this. Sorry, guys. Let's go with the order I see. Let's go. Let's gonna go with worst. No, we're gonna go. 
we'll, we'll start with a high. The honeydew melons. Yeah, there we go. 106.3 against fantasy underachievers, 89.9. Tony, honeydew melons, so fucking selfish. Didn't want the number <laughs> one pick. Had to fucking go out and be selfish and fucking win a game. Now says settle for number two. A way to win now, all of a sudden, when you could have had the number one pick. But um, let's start off with you, Tony. How do you feel about winning the one game finally at the end of the season? To ruin hey, you know what? I'll take it, EJ. And no bullshit, kind of a dick move on my part. I'm pretty sure I dashed uh, fantasy underachievers hopes of making the playoffs because you don't get paid at seven and seven. And uh, so I played spoiler. I got some points and it cheated myself out of the number one pick. So it kind of like, and you know what? I think the last person I'd want to play spoiler on is, is Edgar. Cause the guy's a nice dude. Like I, I'd, I'd play spoiler on a lot of other different people and wouldn't even care, but Edgar's like kind of cool. So I feel like I kind of like slaughtered a unicorn and I bathed in its blood, but it didn't give me eternal life. You know, he still so, made it to the playoffs still on the playoffs, buddy. He's at number seven seed. You know what? Oh, now I feel better about that. Yeah, yeah. Own it. Own it, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know what? I think it's because you're a little cold in the garage, so, you know, that's okay. We'll let that pass. I'm also using my phone to look at this instead of the entire slate of eight, as you so uh, reverently call it. Yeah, Although I, I am I am kind of happy that I went ahead and won, though. That was pretty cool. But how do you feel about, like, being fucking greedy and not – claiming the number one pick that's that's actually selfless not selfish i mean if you think about it i let somebody else get get that yeah you let Quan get it yeah now he's gonna fucking reign supreme all over your ass next okay week. let me let me throw this out there Quan's mm-hmm. never had the number one pick before it's kind of embarrassing to have said number one pick i just embarrassed Quan. bam that's me dropping something hold on Quan wins championships with six to 14 pick. We give him a number one seed. That man's going to use it to his advantage. Eh. You set the man up. You set the man up. Okay. Well, Edgar's out of it. it well, Edgar's in it then. So yeah, that's Edgar, cool. So Edgar's in it, man. I got to check my playoff bracket because I mean, I just made a fool of myself. So, Hap, what do you think about this matchup? I know you would. Um, Going off of the pick'em, I believe you had chosen the honeydew melons on this one. So, you surprised by this, or you said it yourself, EJ? I picked them. Why would I be surprised? I knew that shit would happen. Everybody picked me, except for EJ. Like they were, they were shit in the bed. Well, now Edgar as well. But I just hope they keep this kind of energy going into the playoffs, man. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be a huge upset. If he ends up getting D Smokey on the first round, that'll just oh man, that that might make my Christmas. Mm. It would be pretty dope of him. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, that would be the fucking the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Amazing. True David and Goliath. David and Goliath for sure. This moves us on to Casey Rick against Antonio Grazza football team. KC Rick 148.3, Grazza 93.1. Um, pretty big discrepancy there. Big win by Rick to win the division, to reign supreme and take it over, take over the Pokai Panthers. 
um, this year as the, the champions of the West LA division. Grazza, not a very good week, but sneaks into the playoffs just on point total alone. You know, this matchup right here, we all chose Rick. You know, Rick with a big number. How do we like his chances going into the playoffs? Tony Nightman. Nightman. Mr. Ah. Oh. Did the Nightman calleth on this one? I, and the Nightman's been calling this all year long. Come on. This is the this is Casey Rick we're talking about. This guy, him, D Smoke, and Hap have been the have been the class of the league all year long. And this is kind of like just just goes to show. You know, the guy's been scoring 130, 140 every time out. Uh, you know, only when he only when he has some kind of a bye week problem, that's when he was coming in with the low numbers. But now he's it seems back at full strength. The guy's playing the game. Uh, you know what, Grazza, man, I don't know how that guy snuck in here. How did I even think that the underachievers crew didn't make it in and Grazza made it in? I mean, th- this guy here, seven and seven. But I mean, you are right though, EJ scoring points. I mean, I guess that's all you got to do out there, but I don't see that happening moving forward for Grazza. And he's going up against the mishaps moving forward. This is going to be a rough one for him. Yes. Um, Crenshaw Cruisers against Demslossen Boys, 117.7. It's 74.1. Demslossen Boys ends on a high with a win there, finishing off their season at 6-8, and eight, tied with the Crenshaw Cruisers. Demslossen Boys, 117. Obviously, both teams, both managers disappointed in how their season turned out. Um, give us a, uh, what was your take on the game? Hap. Who fucking cares was my take on the game, buddy? That was the most pointless game of the week. (laughs) (laughs) South Central's just looking really bad on this one, bro. The EBT cards have worn down. The PPP money is gone. South Central is looking horrible on this one, buddy. It is all bad. Broken down. Them Slauson boys got shot. Crenshaw Cruisers got their car towed. It's all bad. They're both fishing. See them next year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go with as much venom as their half went with, but to be fair, I I do have a caring problem with this particular game. you know what? 117 to 174. Look, it was eye poking day at the stadium. How's that? Like, cause that's what you do when your team is getting is losing and getting molly whopped. It's time to go down. You know what? I'm gonna poke somebody in the eye what before I go down, just to let him know I was here. And that's what the Slauson boys did here. The only problem is the guy he poked in the eye was already on the floor, too. So uh at this point, it's you know, <laughs> nice seeing you. Thanks for coming. And uh, you know what? I'll see you guys on the boat. Nice. That boat is getting real, real comfy right now. A lot, a lot of good fishing out there. A lot of good fishermen out there. La Rosa de Guadalupe. Yeah, it's a little yacht. La Rosa de Guadalupe against Quan, 143.5 to 109.0. Congratulations to Quan clinching the number one pick in the draft next year. We are way to go, Quan, to go from the number 16th pick in the draft to the number one pick in the draft in a matter of two seasons, back to back. So, hey, from from our, our family to yours. Yeah, so the best record in the <laughs> league going to the playoffs last year to the worst record going to the league this year. I mean, I mean, ending the season, it's kind of quite a 180. You know what? La Rosa, I want to say this is three in a row for him going into the playoffs. Team's getting right. Friend of the show. 
you know, into the show. Into the show. That's what happens. As, as you know, you call in, good things happen. And I think Vic knew that. So 143, La Rosa wins the division, um, gets his money back. Way to go, La Rosa, especially during the holiday time. You got to love the, the Virgin of Guadalupe, you know, around Christmas. So La Rosa going into the playoffs as I believe the number four seed. Um, how do we like his chances going into the playoffs? He's got a tough first round matchup and, and he's, he's in the, we call the hap side of the bracket. So um, how do we like his chances, Tony G? 143.5 points. Uh, you know what? That's not, you know what? That's, dude, that's without an exchange rate on that one, man. That one's a killer. The Rose coming up, getting that mojo after being on the show, got himself some spice. Uh, you know what? Kwani had a chance to play a little bit of a spoiler here, but didn't really pull it off, or at least just like mess with the seating a little bit. Uh, you know what? The Rose. Guys, guys, got he's going to have an uphill battle moving forward. Let's be fair. You are right. He is on the stronger side of the bracket. But you know what? You're putting up 143 points. You got yourself a chance. And like this team, like we've talked about, this guy's been red hot. He's he's putting games together. He's finding ways to win. He's even got, you know, I mean, the quarterback situation, you know, still something we always have a concern about. But the rest of your team, if, if your quarterback's putting up 15 points and the rest of your team's putting up 30s, then you're good to go. Because at least you're not just depending on the quarterback position. So, uh, you know what? Looking at the, the Rose, I think we got a team that could make some noise. Uh, but it's going to take – it's going to be a tough sled for them. But if they can pull it off, you know what? We're going to have a, an improbable victor here. Hapalvan. Man, he's he's looking really, really tough, bro. Uh, La Rosa Guadalupe, friend of the show, like you said – yeah, definitely has some good luck coming his way, but I think the biggest thing working for him is Dalvin Cook getting healthy and coming back. Uh, him alone almost put 40 points for him. So that's that's huge right there. I feel like Cook won the whole game for him. Uh, Kyler could have thrown, thrown an interception in there and just messed up his whole little week. But, no, I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. I think he's going to go far, man. He's going to go at least second or third round. Well, that's good. You know, I thought like La Rosa, if he gets past the second round, that means he took out Hap. So um, if, if Hap's already mentioning his demise, that's that's quite, you know. Uh, talking about possibilities. He's <laughs> already setting the table. He's already for, setting yeah. the table for his demise. That's great. <laughs> humble, man. But La Rosa, like I said, is running backs. If you really look at it, the teams that have been performing pretty well, the running backs have been pretty solid. Uh, it seems like we have a little paradigm shift in the NFL, the teams that have been successful. And right now the teams that have the best running backs right now have been uh, been successful in fantasy. DJ, um, I got a quick what? question for you, bud. Sure. How much would you like to bet that Quan is going to come back next year with the coolest fucking fantasy name you've ever heard in your fucking life? I'll bet 20 bucks. Wait, but that's very subjective. I'll, I'll see your Andrew Jackson. Okay. All right. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, how, I mean, how much you want to make a bet? A bad moon is going to rise. Hmm. All right. So let's, you guys see, we're just making wild ass bets that can't really. <laughs> it's completely subjective. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> 
He'll he'll get over this name curse next year. Oh well, you did. That's true. Yeah. See. Mm. See. So do we need do we do we need to have well, well you know with all due respect, give Quan, them their dues. Quan Quan changes his name every year. That's true. So uh, this this is caught up. You've been the mishaps for a long time. All of a sudden, you wanted to fucking fetch soup, and you fetched a fucking and you fe- you fetched a tongue lashing from everybody last year. And you you went back to basics, bring back the fundamentals, and bam, that's what that's what happens. Boom, that's it. So let's go to our next game. We have the Poke High Sex Panthers, one sixteen point five over New Guys Trash Fire Barbecue, seventy eight point four. The Panthers with a big win. He he knew what he had to do. He had to win, and he was in. Panthers come through with a big 116.5, which is great. Um, new guy, disappointing, 78.4. Narrowly m- misses out on the playoffs just on a, with some points. I want to say it's like maybe six or seven points. Uh, but he's outside looking in, the new guy. It was new guy, trash fire 2021. No more. Now we're going to say new guy, trash fire 2022. Fortunately... Didn't happen. Tony G, what is your take on that? Congratulations there, EJ. Big win, 116 points. You scored way out of your shoes. Well done. You guys, like, this is the equivalent of, of throwing four touchdowns in one game. Like, well well played, first off. And you made the, you made the playoffs. Well done. Um, new guy, I think what we're seeing here is a progression of a team. Last year, the guy had promise, but he was, you know, crap. But you, to be fair... We all looked at it like, hey, look, he's going to be better. And he got better. He just narrowly misses the playoffs. Has that happened to any of us? Of course it has. It happens to us all the time. So uh, um, I, I'm liking Trash Fire 2022. And I have no idea why. I mean, you guys liked him last year. I had no idea why then. And now I'm like, you know what? Why not? I'm going to get on this wagon too because I feel like next year, that third year, you take that jump. And he looks like the kind of guy. He's been playing like the kind of guy who's going to make that jump. Uh, Polkai Panthers, you know what? Moving forward, good luck. You got Hap coming up, I believe. Nope, I have Rick. You have Rick? Oh, that's even worse. Like, Hap scored like 105 points. Like, Hap's 105, 132. You did? All right, never mind. Wow, this is why I'm not the math magician. Hap scored 101 this past week, so stop it. There we go. Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, see, Hap is not scoring the way he, way he used to. You know, just not doing that. So you know what? It's you probably would have been better off playing him because Casey Rick is on. Uh, he's white hot fire, gravy chain, uh, biscuit wheels, all that good uh, stuff. Uh, I ain't worried. He ain't never scared. So how about Vaughn? What is your take on the game? I, I think it's really sad, man. I think you put out new guys fire. Uh, you, you just walked up and just completely put out. Full on extinguisher style, uh, kitchen style fire. Uh, Josh Allen put up pretty much majority of your points. I think that was real nice, man. If if you wouldn't have had that, I think the game would have been a lot closer. But way to knock them out out of there, man. Trash fire twenty twenty one, and it it ends there. Uh, first round, you got KC Rick. Let's see what's going on, man. Let's see what you put up, brother. I got nothing but prayers for your hopes. You're going to need um, them. The prayers. 
all I got to say is, is um, as we get into this next part of the season, you don't want to hear my playoff roar. What's the saying? Does it sound like that? The, 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 raw, the raw gets more intense as we get into the playoffs. Oh, okay. no, no. We're just not happy to be here. We're, we're going far, buddy. We're roaring happy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know what? That, that leads us into our next game, which is and a very high-scoring one, which was surprising. We have League Nemesis. Compton Killers, 159.6, 148.4. Both teams missed the playoffs. They're both on the ship. I think, you know, on the boat, getting ready to fish, getting bait at Big Five. I hear there's a lot of good deals right now. So League Nemesis is best point total of the year. Of course, he saves it for the last week. 159, which is it was a very, very high-scoring week for both teams. You know, League Nemesis, the commission's on a high note. You know what, um, Tony Nightman, what's going on on this one? Well, look, EJ, this is obviously, come on, let's be fair. This is the Emerald Nut Bowl. Nobody gave a shit, but then they give you a show. You know, it's, it's interesting to see. You walk by, you know, something that you're not expecting to see anything from, and then next thing you know, you get a firework spectacular. 159 points, 148. You know what, that's how you go out on a bang. You're at, you're, you're, you know you're not going to play that consolation ladder. So, you know what, if you can leave, Knowing that, look, I put 159 up. I had I padded my stats, my totals, and you know what? We were a high-scoring team, even though we didn't make it. You can hang your hat on that. You put that hat on later on, you know, when people start talking shit about how they made the playoffs. Uh, and then you go like, no, but I scored 159 at the end. That's kind of a, a decent way to think about it because that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. That's all I got. How about on? I think this is a really fucked up scenario, man. Uh, both of these guys have good teams going out throughout the season. Uh, both faced a lot of injuries, a lot of lows. And now all of a sudden their teams are waking up and scoring 140 plus. Like both of them put up over 140. These guys are waking up at the right time, but just don't have what it takes to get into the playoffs, man. And I'm, I'm kind of glad. They would have made it even harder. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, they're also a part of the who gives a shit bowl. Yeah. So it's I hope like they that, enjoy the vacays and uh, it's like that catch Jimmy Kim- good fish. That Jimmy Kimmel LA bowl, which I read something about. What the fuck is that? That's a thing. That's a thing. Yes, I saw that. That was fucking. That was awful. You know. And next up, Taylor made mishaps. Rico's Taco Killers, 101.4, 93.5. The mishaps on their 12th win in a row. Not a very robust number at 101.4. I don't know if he's limping into the playoffs with 12 in a row. His point total's kind of going down week after week after week. I don't know. Is this, you know, is is could this be the beginning of the end for the mishaps, even though he's won 12 in a row? Dare I say that? You know, but 12 this, in a row. Could this be three people on fucking bye week? Could that also be it? Uh, hey, hey, wait till you're called. I don't need to be called, damn it. <laughs> um, let's start off I need with to spread my wings, yo. Hey, this is the see, a, this is I'm a peacock, I gotta fly. Yeah, you gotta fly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what, man? Let the guy run the show, okay? Yes, Let him geez. do his thing. Well, I don't know. I mean, Tony, am, am, am I am, am I just 
Oh, you're utterly wrong. You're utterly wrong and incorrect. Am I I overanalyzing things, or is he could be trending in the wrong direction going to the playoffs, or is this just a one-week hiccup? I think this might be a one-week hiccup. If you really think about it, he won as many games as the mishaps have won. Next thing you know, like, hey, let's get that shitty game out of the way so we can get back to our winning ways. You know, like, uh, that's – you drop one, you take a knee. I mean, he had, he did have Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in football on a bye. You know, like his team is called the Taylor made mishaps. I mean, and, and this is exactly what we're talking about. He didn't even lose. And we're thinking about this guy scoring a low amount of points as a loss, right? I mean, we should be worried about Rico's taco killers. Cause this guy here, like well, if, he, if he starts Ben Roethlisberger, he wins. That is true, but he wins by a very low amount of points. So he still wins by 10. Yeah, but you're looking at a team that needs to start getting their act together because it's time. Dak Prescott, that guy's red alert right now, man. He's not supposed to. He's a, he was the number four ranked quarterback in the league, and he's putting up. He hasn't put up more than more than 15 points in the last, like, three weeks. So, like, that's something to be, actually be more concerned about, the, the lack of the Cowboys' ability to play, like, their offense to play, like, good football. Um, all, all things being equal though. I don't think, I think, like I said, speed bump for the mishaps. I, I wish I could say that these guys are done, but dude, they're not, man. They, they, they there's going to be a clash of the Titans at the end of this and Hap's probably going to be one of them. Let's be fair. Hap. Um, first off, I'd like to say that both of you guys, both of you won against me on this game. Uh, both said I was going to lose. Both of you picked the taco killers. Um, EJ, I don't know why you're looking real shocked right now. Check your sheet. You picked the taco killers. You didn't pick, you didn't pick the mishaps. I know. So that's the, that's what I just wanted to point out right there. Uh, as far as the win goes, my tight end was on a buy. Taylor was on a buy. My kicker was on a buy. There's, there's some slates that got missed over here. But uh, there's going to be a big bounce back, man. I hope Rico's Taco Killers can bounce back. If they put up a 93 number like that in the playoffs, man, it's just going to be real sad. Who are they seeing first round? La Rosa. Ooh, can't do that around La Rosa. Mm-hmm. Can't put up no double-digit points, man. Yeah, guys, I've got dude. La Rosa's a hot team right now. He's like Hansel. So hot right now. Hansel. So hot. All right. And last but not least. Shit, that's the first time. Two D smoke against West Siders. 200 Laven. <laughs> 200 Laven. point eight <laughs> against 92.6. Um, wow. D smoke with by far the biggest point total of the year. Um Man, he won by more points than I scored. You know, so I mean, two <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> eleven. I mean, that's I mean, that's a lot of points. D smoke, um, trending in the right direction going into the playoffs. Um, Tony, what do you think about this one? Um, uh, two hundred eleven points, man. You know, that might be some type of record. I'm pretty sure that's the most we've ever seen scored. Um, honestly, the more I look at this, the more I, I blame myself and I'm sure most people would I probably should have played a little more hardball with this guy. Cause at this point he's got a bit of a super team. Uh, 
that being said, uh, nice to see Westside play a little football, give it the best they could. They have a bar, but like 211 points, that is what it is, man. If you're just sitting there, be like, hey, I'll spot you 92 more points and you'll still lose. That's a tough one. He had three guys with zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, 92 points with three guys with zero actually isn't impressive. bad at all. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yes. Yeah. But uh, you know what? D Smoke, this guy is another juggernaut we're talking about. Like the more last time when we were on this show, Hank was like, hey, man, you know what? Nah, no dark horses here. And the more you think about it, yeah, there really aren't. There are some teams here who could just crush skulls, man. That's what they're that's what they're here to do. And uh, D Smoke's one of them, you know. Hap's one of them. Rick's one of them, you know. But it's it's going to be tough to get by these guys. I'm just going to throw that out there. Wow. First off, I just want to thank Tony for that amazing performance right now. Uh, that was just through the roof. I, I love that. There was so much. It was so heartfelt. Uh, uh, let me let me give a shout out to the Smokey Melons, uh, two teams in one, going into the playoffs. Two hundred and eleven fucking points. Two hundred eleven. Two hundred eleven. Fucking kidding me right now? Are you uh, fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, yeah. Let, let it roll off your tongue. Two hundred burger. Oh, no, no, I don't like saying it. I don't like saying it. Even the, the, the way I have to like make my lips when I say two. Like, I, don't, I don't like doing that. I don't like I don't like the way my lips pucker when I have to say two. Like <laughs> motherfucker scored 200 plus points. Like some bullshit. Um fuck, dude. What do you what do you do with that? Like there's nothing you could do. Anything over I, I think the highest I hit was like 194 or 190, something around there. But like 211, that's insane. Um, man, um, him and Tony are going to get to split this money, it looks like. <laughs> it's, it, it, um, I hope somebody takes him out of the playoffs before I have to see him. That's all I got to say. I mean, not much to say. The proof is in the numbers. You know, 211 against 92. I mean, he could have started everybody on his bench along with his starters. He still would have lost. I mean, th- that that's tough. I mean, it's... He outscored his entire team. He outscored like, his entire up. team. And if he had put in Rashad Penny, he would have had another 12 points. So, um, <laughs> so, it's, not, so it's not his optimal lineup. <laughs> That's pretty crazy when you say I had 211. Yeah, if yeah, if he had started Penny over Eckler, it would have been. And it wasn't. Yeah. And it wasn't your optimal lineup, so you know, go figure. You know, so. Um, oh wow. Yeah, that's pretty. With your lowest point total, you know, you have nine, ten, sixteen, eighteen, twenty-nine. Yeah, it was a ton of ton of good points. Five <laughs> players that scored thirty points or above, like, or I damn near 30, thirty points. Points exactly. That's ridiculous. But yeah. congr- congrats to the the honey smoked melons. <laughs> um, <That was> a- <laughs> um, two eleven. He's on a six game winning streak. Um, clinched the number two seed going to the playoffs. I'm sure Hap's happy about that. He doesn't if he was going to face him later in the playoffs. It's not till the end because um, a lot of things can happen as we get into that. But. Um, I heard with the winnings, him and Tony were going to buy chains. 
Just smoking melons on them. Smoking melons. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, and that rounds it out. That is our slate of eights. Slate of eight. And that is our week 14 regular season comes to an end. Wow. We get, we get in towards the playoffs. Um, now we come to it. Before been... we, yeah, before we get into um, our final standings, um, first and foremost, I'd like to thank the West Siders, the Crenshaw Cruisers, Dem Slauson Boys, Trash Fire Barbecue, the Melons themselves, the Compton Killers, League Nemesis, and Quan. May your bait be masculine and your fish be big as we get into the fishing season. And you know what? Whatever you catch, I got the first 12 pack. So that way we can have some fish and beer. So never share my fish with you. It's a boat fish. It's forget it. It's fine. I appreciate you asking. All right, I'm good. Not gonna lose my temper. Get the garlic power bait and mix it with the rainbow power bait, and the fish love it. Yeah, that is true. You throw a little cheese in there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I know Bass Masters. Yeah, I know Bass Masters. It's a fishing show. <laughs> All right. So, Tony, you have the inglorious distinction of going into the standings. Tony. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let me get the standings. <laughs> All right, so we'll just kick it off. Mid-City L.A. Division, D. Smoke himself finishes the season out at the number one spot, nine and five. And guess what his playoff percentage is? Yeah, it's 100 more than everybody else in the division. The West Siders finished at six and eight. Cruisers at six and eight. And then Slauson boys also brought up the rear at six and eight. So, you know, I guess there was a first place and a second place in that one. West L.A. Division, Casey Rick. Reign supreme over the over the West Los Angeles, over the West Side, nine and five, hundred percent chance of making the playoffs. Also, bringing up and having that same distinction is at eight and six is the Sex Panthers and Antonio Grazza seven and seven. Also makes the playoffs as well. While Trash Fire Barbecue gets edged out seven and seven for the second year in a row. Next year for the inaugural playoff opening. L.A. Valley Division mishaps 13 and one best team in football finishes with the best record first seed on all that jazz and the taco killers finish at nine and five achievers crew seven and seven both teams making the playoffs they're dancing whilst the honeydew melons are sitting and watching at four and ten South L.A. Division the Rosa de Guadalupe eight and six clinches the South L.A. 100 percent chance while everybody behind him is looking real fucked up. Compton Killers is five and nine. League Nemesis five and nine. Kwani the Creator three and eleven squares himself away with the number one pick for next year. That is the Sucio Football 2021 regular season. Dynamite job, Nightman. Good day, man. Nightman. Great job on that. So as we go into our talking about our, our slate this week, obviously, as we get into playoffs. It doesn't go to the slate of eight. We go to the fantastic, you know, we go to the fantastic, fa- fantastic four. four games. Yes, we do. We have Fab four, four games, the Fab Four. You know what? We got four games, four on the slate. 
And we will only be talking about the games that are impactful to this league right now as far as not the consolation ladder is what it says on the app. But we're going to go to the winner's bracket where we have, you know, and I'll go into those matchups real quick. Or um, We'll have the number one seed, tailor-made mishaps. But wait, wait, EJ, before we do go into that, can I throw something out there? I want to do a bulletin real quick. Yes. Uh, if you are interested in the consolation ladder throwdown, 20 bucks each, but everybody's got to jump in on it. Do that shit on Discord. If anybody's interested in dropping some consolation ladder, get down. Throw it out. We got to get it out there before the end of the week. Just throwing that out. Calling out names. Calling out names, you know. No, I just kind of want to – I don't want the season to end, do you? Well, you it doesn't have for, it won't it doesn't have to for you guys, huh? Well, we'll, we'll go into the matchups here. We got, obviously, with the eight <laughs> – with eight teams, we have one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, and four versus five. So we'll start off going with our – we'll go with our four-five matchup first, and we'll go all the way down to the end. So in our four-five matchup, we do have La Rosa de Guadalupe and Rico's Taco Killers. The projected score right now on that one is 129 to 110 for La Rosa as we go into this. Obviously, we, their optimal lineups may or may not be in at that point. We'll have to figure that out. But right now, we have La Rosa favored by 18 um, at 129. So, Tony, how do we feel about that matchup? Um, just looking at EJ, man, this is going to be a good but 18-point dogs. But I think there's going to be some some switching up, right? I mean, just – I don't know. Just looking at it, EJ. This looks a lot like a game that might be just – this is going to be a bad one for the Taco Killers. I'm taking the Rose. I mean, just looking at it, this guy's been red hot. His, his team overall is just projected to be better, and they are better. He's also deeper running back. That's a big deal, especially in late this late in the season. He, hell, he even has Josh Jacobs on his bench. Yeah. You know, oh, man – I think Tannehill's Tannehill against Pittsburgh is going to be a little suspect, but if he can keep it up with the rest, of the, the rest of the team can pick up the slack, and Tannehill gets him ten or twelve. I think this is going to be his his to lose. Uh, Taco Killers, I think they're going to have to trouble the running back there. McKisses, man, this is his week, and but I don't know if he's going to be able to even play. Ah, man, still got yeah. Damian Harris too, so we'll, we'll see if he makes some. You know, but the the, pay, the Patriots do a lot of running back by committee, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's, you can never trust that, right? You look at mm-hmm. it, you're like, oh, man, a Patriots running back. Um, it's, I don't know, it's pretty dicey each. Uh, I'm going to make my pick. I'm, I'm going with the, I'm going with Rico's Taco Killers. Wow. Way to unconvince what yourself. A flipper. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, he is my brother. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to root for him on this one. He's always he's always down. Guy did a, had a great show that when we brought him on. You know what? I'm going with Rico Taco Killers. Oh, upset win over the Roses. Understand that's an upset because if he if he beats Rico Taco Killers, I believe that anything is possible. Maybe even Aegis team might win. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, I would I would I would love to see that too, Tony. I would love to see Rico's Taco Killers beat Guadalupe, but I seriously highly doubt that's going to happen. Um, he has too many favorable matchups. He looks like he's going to have a really good week. 
something really has to go wrong for him not to. But he's he's gonna have a big week this week. I think he's gonna put up another hundred forty plus. I think it's gonna be more than what his projected total is. I don't think Rico's Tacos is gonna be able to keep up with it at all, man. Um, I'm going with the version of Guadalupe. Uh, oh, a safe bet, I will say. But um, I think uh, I'm on board with Hap here. I just think the matchups favor him a little too much. Um, the only interesting one I'd see how is how Fournette does against New Orleans, which has played some pretty good defense at times. Um, I do like Kamara being back is huge, but going against that tough Tampa Bay defense is going to be interesting. So I'm not a huge fan of those matchups and Dak and CD have not been playing to the capability they have since the beginning of the year. I don't know if that's going to turn around. Um, he can pull up the upside, but Dak and CD lamb have to put up, you know, they both got to put up 25. They got to get 50 out of each other out of that for him to have a chance. And if that doesn't happen, then um, he's not going to win. So um, I'm going to have to go La Rosa, and I think it'll be a little closer. I say La Rosa by about seven. So He puts too much trust into his deck. Well, I mean, he has to. I mean, I don't like Ben's hit or miss, but I think the big thing for the Steelers last week is they were down, what, 28 nothing at half, so they had to throw. I'm going to lie, just throwing that out there. I like Roethlisberger this week over over Dak. We'll see. It'll depend. Like, and you know what? The the one thing with these is, you know, that, this is what makes this interesting. When you get into these games, which is why, like Larosa's team, I'm a little more worried about is because the running backs, like you said, colder weather means running the ball. So mm-hmm. the teams that have the good running backs are going to be favored in most of these games. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, like I said. Um, it's going to be interesting, but um, I do think LaRosa is going to pull that off because I think Dalvin's going to have a good game. Um, Fournette, I think, is going to run the ball or catch the ball as well. He's been doing well, and um, I think he's going to put in Josh Jacobs uh, because I think um, the Niners are going to do a good job against Cordero Patterson, but since he catches the ball too, that's going to be a tough matchup either way. But LaRosa LaRosa on this one. Let's see. Our next one, we have Fantasy Underachievers against D. Smokia. D Smokia expected to score 132 points. Fantasy underachievers 118.9. Um, like I said, this is the 2 7 matchup. We'll see what's going on. Edgar's had some good weeks, some good points. I think his team is going to be interesting as we go into this. But D Smoke uh, coming off a big 211 point week. Um, who do you like in this? Nightman. Okay, just looking at it. Ah, man, look, D Smoke should win this football game. Let's be fair. The guy just came off a 211 point game. Can he keep that up? I doubt it, but let's face it a 60 pound, a 60 point drop off from there, not too freaking shabby. Uh, just, I think that this is going to be the fight of fantasy underachievers' life. He's made the playoffs before. We know this, but. He's never really progressed past that, you know, first, second round situation. So this is his time to shine and attempt to get past it. Uh, and he's got a really stiff competition. David and Goliath straight up, right? Let's, let's be fair. Um, look, there is a chance Russell Wilson could not, could not show up like he is want to do the past few games. But, you know, talent. Uh, only a 13-point dog. 
I'm sorry. If I was going to, are we keeping score? Are we have money on this? Oh, man. But speak what you realistically think is going to happen. This is Oh, D Smoke's, these Smoke's going to crush him. Okay. I feel bad about that, though. I, like, you guys pulled it out of me. No, I mean, I think this is going to be closer than you think. And that's why you're, 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 you're second guessing yourself. I mean, I like his matchups. It really depends on Lamar Jackson because remember, so I'm not lost, crazy. Well, so his remember he lost this past week because Lamar Jackson put up 0.5, right? And he lost by 13 points. So it wasn't like it was because he couldn't score. It's because his quarterback got hurt in the first quarter, and from all accounts, he's supposed to be playing this week. If he plays, he should put up 25. You got Elliott who should put up a good game. Jamar Chase. You got Jalen Waddle who's got 80, 90 catches. He's getting 10, 11 catches a game. So it's going to be interesting matchups, you know? So, I mean, it's not without the realm of possibility. Eckler got banged up this past week. Um, Pittman against the Patriots. I don't know about that one. Patriots D have been really good. Seattle, you know, they're hit or miss. Sometimes that defense plays great. Sometimes they get destroyed, but they always seem to play the Rams decently tough. So, I mean, there's a lot of interesting factors that are going into it, but. Yeah. You know what? If he could play. But Andrews and Kittle have been killing it right now. That's the scary part. Both it's, the tight ends, those are those guys have been monsters. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm obviously going to stay with D Smoke just because D Smoke. It's going to be like he's going to have fantasy achievers got to play off their ass right now. They're going to have to like. It's going to have to be the biggest game. It's it's going to be a very exciting day for him. If it isn't, then he, he probably lost. Which feels like I'm stating the obvious. Yeah, Hapalvan, who do you like in this one? You got yeah, you got to be kidding me. Uh, definitely D Smokey, man. I think he has more favorable matchups than you think. Uh, Connor going up against Detroit's defense. Uh, I think Connor's gonna score way more than 12.7 points. He's gonna go nuts. I think Cooper Cup's gonna get his 25 points no matter what. Uh, it's all a matter if Russell Wilson's in playoff mode or not. Uh, if he is, it's gonna be scary. He's going to end up putting up another high-ass number. Uh, we'll, we'll see, man. But I, I definitely don't think fantasy underachievers could even come close. I think this is going to be a crazy blowout. Uh, if it goes the other way, I'll be real happy about it. I'd love to see Edgar shine off this one and take out the Giant, but I really doubt it. It's, it's written all over the walls. Um, I have to go with D-Smoke on this. Um hesitantly because and it's not because of all the other matchups Eckler got banged up this past week so if he gets hurt to start the game that could be a big 20 points down the drain right there for him if he's going to go with him because he's going to have to monitor that situation closely um so we'll see what happens there um um, no Odell Beckham so that means Cooper Cup's going to get doubled I don't know if that could negate his points or make it more who knows but he's been great this year but um the tight end p- portion of it is going to be the key, I think, and who he decides to put in his flex, um, if he can find anybody. But I think this – I'm going to go D-Smoke narrowly, but I w- I'm putting this here. Don't, I wouldn't be surprised if underachievers wins this game, you know, because he does have the matchups and the points, and Waddle and Chase um, can put up more points than Pittman and Cup, in my opinion. Um you're gonna go out. You're gonna go out on a limb and pick them, or what? No, nah, I'm gonna take D Smoke closely, but I'm putting a note on it. Like I'm not gonna be shocked as much. You as can't everyone. put a note on that. Like I, I can't. You I'm the fucking. I'm the fucking. It's host. like no. Nah, well, you, you're trying to take partial credit. You know what? I'm getting I'm tired taking, of this. Uh, God damn you! 
you know what? Make a move and pick an underdog for like show some fucking balls. I'm taking. Wow. Yeah. If I were a host, I'd mute you right now. I yeah, and that's why I didn't make you the host. You didn't deserve that kind of power. <laughs> it was like I knew you would abuse it. Absolutely. So, we're not. That's not. That's 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 not. That's not the playoff roar, buddy. So um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with D Smoke on this just because of like I said, the way Kittle's been playing. Kittle's been monstrous. Mark Andrews has been hit or miss. Um so like I said, but I'm like I said, D Smoke is the favorite, but I would not be surprised if the underachievers pulls it. Yeah, I got a question for you. Sure. Would you start would you put Kittle? I mean, I, I'm thinking I, this is what I would do if I was D Smoke. Would you put Kittle in for a, in the tight end spot and then maybe get one of those other running backs out there? I mean, this is what you would do. I don't I don't think he'd care what you would do because you're not in the playoffs. So um Well, you are, so maybe he'll care what you would do. Well, that that's very true. Now that you've worded it a little more correctly. Um <laughs> I love when you're arrogant. Keep going. <laughs> um no, I no, I wouldn't do that. Um and that's not, why no one will remember your name. Um, who are you picking? Who are you picking? Hap? I would I would leave Mark Andrews and George Kittle in there. So okay. Well, Hap already said he's picking D Smoke. Oh shit! He said it's, he said it's not going to be close. See, that's why I'm not but, the host. Exactly. So, but like I said, it sh- it should. Be, I think this will be a closer matchup than anticipated. That's just my two cents. And let's see here. What do we got? So we got Taylor made mishaps. Antonio Grazza football team right now. The matchups, I don't think he's put his whole lineup in right now yet, but right now he's favored. Hap is favored 132.6 to 86.3. Hap, resounding favorite. Um, I don't think Grazza is going to leave his lineup that way. He's probably going to put in somebody else besides um, Zach Moss. Um, but I don't know, we'll know who else he has. Maybe he's got some other waiver wire pickups. Obviously, losing Derrick Henry hurt him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can do a few different things. We'll see what happens with that. But um, um, I think it's safe to say that when he puts Keenan Allen in there um, as his flex or something like that, the only way he has a chance is Herbert and Keenan Allen go off for three touchdowns. That's the only way he has a chance in this game, in my opinion. Um, I I do, however, do not like Haps matchups with his running backs. James Robinson is coming off a really bad performance. Like he may do better. Houston has been Houston's shit. Shit, but but you know what? Their defense has not been playing bad. You know, and um Denver's defense has been pretty good. Um, so Joe Mixon has a tough matchup, and he came off a really bad matchup last week. I forget who they played last week, but Mixon only put up seven or eight points. So that wasn't good. And the New England Patriots had the best defense in football. You know what? They've shut down quite a few teams. So Jonathan Taylor, that'll be an interesting matchup to see. I know he's going to play Taylor, and Taylor maybe will get his points in the passing game, not the running game. But I think they're going to try to focus on – like the Patriots have the best defense in football, in my opinion. They're, so. they're going to try and shut him down. Each shut day. him down. So that could that could be a difference. So who knows? And yeah. we, we've got to figure out the weather. I do like his Mike Williams matchup because Kansas City – but Kansas City's defense has been playing a lot better, as you've, as you've seen. They've given up less than 20 points the last five weeks. I know I'm kind of math magicianing it here, but I think – I don't think he's going by 50. He should still be favored to win, but 
I think it would make it interesting if Herbert and, and Keenan Allen, he needs Keenan Allen to play for him to have a chance in this game. That's just what, what my thought is. Um, Tony, what do you think on this matchup? I know I kind of, I didn't really give much stuff on the last game, but I kind of interjected a little bit here because I'm, I'm a little intrigued by this one. So let's just see what happens. So you abused your power. Yes, pretty much. I like it. Uh, So, yeah, you know what? We're of the same mind here, but, like, there's – you are right about the running back situation. Uh, I think Houston is crap. I think uh, Robinson probably will get 14 points. Like, you are – Robinson has not been playing up to stuff, but I think that's because Jacksonville's bad too. You know, it's – let's call it what it is. Uh, But you are right, Jonathan Taylor. They're going to try and key – they're going to key on him real hard. Yeah, and that that's gonna be, but I don't think that's like this whole team is is not just Jonathan Taylor. He's a big part of their points, but he has guys who can score. I think if he can get Mike Williams off of the, if if uh, if Keenan Allen doesn't play this week and Mike Williams goes out there again, he's gonna get that target share, and he also has uh, Guyton, who by the way outscored uh, Mike Williams last week, so like you know you could put him in and maybe even you know look like a genius half. You know, putting Guyton over over Mike Williams, just throwing that out there. Ooh, over Mike Williams, uh, in the yeah, it's going to be death at sea for for the uh, for the ghost ship here. I think this is a, a fitting end, just being trounced, you know, stepped on by the uh, by the Goliath of the league. Just so you, so you understand that you didn't really need to be here on this particular day and time. You ship of ghosts. I'm not sure why. I'm taking half. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Kind of went uh, off on a tangent there. Hap, I take. <laughs> I know you're taking yourself. So, got to. Hapomania. If I win, that's what the t-shirts will say. Uh, all right, all right. The back will say, "Are you a hapomaniac?" I'm a I'm a hapomaniac. If you can, uh, what about a hapaholic? Ooh, that sounds better. Hap, if you make it all the. If you make it all the way, I won't be rooting for you, but if you make it all the way to the championship, all right, I'm going to root for you because I'll be like, you know what? Hap, Hap made it. Good for you. But it won't be till you get there, though, because I'm not going to be rooting for you till you get there. Just so you know. Can't wait to see you in the championship, Tony. <laughs> Can't wait to see him pass you the belt. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> this is why my everything's falling flat for me. <laughs> um, should have stayed Hap. the fucking host. Yeah, you should have. Um, I'm taking Hap. Um, like I said, it, it would take a, a prayer for Grazza. I mean, he would need obviously. Like I said, it's going to be Herbert and Allen. They're going to like Herbert's going to have to throw for close to 400 with three or four touchdowns, and they all got to go to Keenan Allen. So, um, you know, is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? No. So, um, Hap on this one. And last but not least, we do have the Pokai Sex Panthers and Simple Ricks. Rick, um, let's see, that matchup right now is favored uh, 130.1 for Rick and 105.7 for the Sex Panthers. Um, Tony, Nightman, Gonzalez, we know you're going with Rick, but give us the reasons why. Well, the Nightman cometh, and that Nightman is – totally the spirit of the nightman is inside of Casey Rick right now. I mean, I'm just borrowing the name because this guy right here, he's going to go like, I know you're, it's you. Oh, you're here. Okay. Um, yeah. He's going to kick your ass, man. You don't score any kind of points. 
You might be the worst scoring team in the league. Um, it's weird that you're here. I think it might have been some kind of just weird cosmic accident. And you know what? Those happen. You know, we all know about that shit. Uh, yeah. Casey Rick's going to use you up. He's going to spit you out and, you know, you're going to be lying on the floor in a fetal position. Um, that being said, uh, looking at your team, they're going to lose. Uh, I think Josh Allen's going to have a hard day. He's going to score like 15 points. Um, you know, he's got – you got Jerry Judy. You might as well have Judge Judy. This shit don't make no sense. Your team's going to lose, like, real bad. I'm going to take Casey Rick. And that was my professional opinion. Awesome. Oh, shit. <laughs> you saved yourself for the end. <laughs> oh, shit. He said you should have Judge Judy. Because that's how much it's not going to make a difference. That dude's out there on the field that day. Sorry, EJ. That's fun. I know I, I might have, you know, went too far, but stole my, uh, stole my uh, high-low idea. Just take your Dramamine when you go to get on the boat. Okay. That's all. Just make sure. Son of a bitch. Hey, Tony, you've Yo. had your time to speak, man. It's not your time. Okay. Not your time. Hap, what is your take on this final matchup? You know my take, man. I got nothing but hopes for you, brother. Nothing but hopes and prayers. But uh, numbers-wise and matchup-wise, looks like Casey's got this. I'm, I'm hoping for the upset, but if I had to put my money, it'd be on KC right now. All right, that's two for Casey Rick. Of course, I'm taking myself. Um, I do like New Orleans' defense in this matchup, um, so I think they're going to do a good job controlling Brady and Gronk. So I, I'm, I'm going to like my chances there. And we'll go from there, and I think Josh Allen will be ready to go. Um, I do have some interesting things I'm going to have to do. Um, like I said, I've still been pretty injury-prone. Kareem Hunt's turned out to be a bust this year. Um, Calvin Ridley, um, uh, <laughs> mental health issues. He's been out for five weeks. So those are like my second and third picks that haven't played a majority of the year. So it's been a little tough, but I'm happy. Yeah, you have been pretty snake bit, haven't you? So, but you know what? But that's part of the game. You know, you don't hear me. You don't hear me um, complaining about you it. Complain. But it's part, it's part of what it is. I'm just trying to get the right matchups. You know, I did make a good call on Craig Reynolds last week. I was just like, let me just put him in there. And they're talking about him. And he gave me a 13 point game last week. So, and that helped me out with that. So, maybe continues to go that way. I don't know. But um, I do have some pending waiver wire pickups uh, to be able to help offset that. So, hopefully, you know, I'm able to make that happen. And I got to hope the Rams – I do like my matchups in some of these because I think um, some of these teams are going to get up big early and then they're going to run the ball. And what? I don't think it's going to be like those teams. So What did happen to Calvon Ridley, man? This guy just – Mental health issues. He, took, he stepped away from football. For the time being. So he hasn't played in fucking yeah, right? for a month. Yeah, they're like, oh, he took oh, personal man. reasons or something. Yeah, but he, like, no, he's been out since the beginning of November. Man, this is what that man's going through. Yeah, I know it's tough, but it's like either way, it's like it doesn't help me in fantasy. Yeah, like, <laughs> help me. Hey, you got a job to do, bro. I mean, I mean <laughs> I, I'm going to send him like a fucking bill for a hundred bucks. Fuck that guy. So it's like, I fucking took you with my second pick, dickhead. I mean, shit, if I can go I back and redraft, you. I would have, you know. And I'll we'll see what happens, but I mean, 
So you so, like, I, I'm just, here's another question. I'm just going to ask no. you real quick because you, it's your team. Well, uh, you got Zach Ertz on the bench and you got uh, Gerald Everett on, you know, standing in there looking good. You thinking about maybe making a move or I don't know. How are you feeling about well, that? Well, I mean, I made the, I made the right move this past week because um, I mean, Everett had, I want to say, let me see here. Ertz had a shitty day though, didn't he? Ertz didn't have a shitty day, but I made the right call. Everett had 10.8, Ertz had nine. So maybe I could have started Ertz in the flex. Instead, I was even considering that. So, but I figured I was, since I was going to be down, usually I wasn't sure I had to go for it. And I tried something different. Luckily, like Cleveland defense came up big and kind of went from there. But, um, and Josh Allen was huge. And like I said, the Craig Reynolds and Debo Samuel, who's, done well but he's not catching balls but he's fucking they're running back and seems to score a touchdown he's got like seven rushing touchdowns six receiving touchdowns so at least he's scoring he's getting in the end zone so obviously i'm gonna make a few little changes and if i have to miles sanders comes off the bye and hopefully eagles continue to run the ball which they will because jalen hurts can't throw the fucking ball so um so I do, I do i do have some chances and we'll see what happens you know anything can happen you know injuries weather you know like i said it plays a lot especially with these cold teams and um you know, Josh Allen coming off a big game, you know, which is good. And I'm hoping he continues that. And if he can put up 40, uh, I win. I'm just calling that out. So you think that's a, that's a big F. It's a big I mean, F he, put, yeah. he, he put up 40 against Tampa Bay, which has a great defense. So I'm encouraged by that. So, I mean, like I said, anything can happen when you get in the playoffs. You know, you know what, EJ? I like your candy. You changed my mind. I'm going to throw this out there real quick. Um, I'm, I'm taking, not going to lose by a lot. Thanks. I'm taking D. <laughs> I'm taking half by like twelve. <laughs> uh, so you want to make a note of it? All right. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I said, like I said, it's going to be interesting. Those are our games. So, um, like I said, these are big. Like I said, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Um, these four teams, or eight teams, I should say, are trying to bring home the. The coveted Susio football belt, you know, so and 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 the money, the so, money, and that brings us to the end of our show. You know, we do talk about that. We do have, you know, exciting week of football up ahead. There are some Saturday games this week too. Just a heads up for some of y'all if you haven't paid attention to it, and um, we're ready to go as we get into the first week of playoffs, round one, the quarterfinals. You know, the, the elite eight as we get into that for the elite eight of the Susio Football League this year. So we're pretty excited about that, you know. And while we end the show, let's get some bold predictions. We'll bold start off. Playoff predictions. Bold playoff I, prediction, exactly. Hapal Vaughn, we're going to start with you. I will remain undefeated. It's hardly bold playing in EJ. You're going undefeated. too far. You're, 12 and you're, gonna, you're, 12, you're what 13 and one, and you're going to remain undefeated. I got, I got a bold one. I got a bold <laughs> prediction. In a shocking move, Tony switches switches allegiances and calls out for uh, for the Sex Panthers and their new sexy playoff RAR, and they beat you by like two. How about this? I got a bet for you. Okay, I when I beat Rick this week. You wear, you're going to get a custom shirt that says playoff RAR with a picture of a Panther, and you got to wear it on the shirt. If you beat Casey Rick this week, yes, 
I'll be very impressed. I ain't gonna lie. I'll give you props. You wear, wear the shirt. The playoff roar. I'd wear that shirt. I ain't gonna lie. I would. I'll tell you what. If you make that shirt and have it all, you go through all the effort to make me a shirt. I'll, I'll wear that. Bitch. Well, I have one. I have one. I have already made one. So this is playoff roar. Then I, I guess it, then I guess it is what it is. <laughs> you know what? Good luck to you, sir. And good luck to uh, K- Casey Rick. No. You know what? Actually, are you bribing me to for for me to pick you? No, I'm not. I just figured you need a, you need you need you need another shirt if you're going to be in the garage next week. So I want to make sure you're warm and players. Yeah, players. Yeah. <laughs> so that, and my bold prediction is this week we have eight teams. I'm calling it right now. Five, six, and seven will all win this week. Five, six, and seven will all win. I can't take Russ, I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 That is bold. That was was very bold, but not completely bold. But the five, six, and seven will all win. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of the regular season finale of Susio Football League and Susio Football Weekly. I am EJ, the math magician, the host magician. Host magician. And Tony Nightman Gonzalez. Nightman! And the number one seed going into the playoffs. Hop-hop-on! And the tailor-made mishaps. Will he go for lucky number 13? Wait, we will find out. You'll have to tune in next week. Rah! There you go.